Hello everybody, this is Kevin at <clears throat> Podcast for Me. Podcast for me as well as podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as uh, K-Dog. That's the name I'm pushing as hard as I can. Uh, the date is 10-31-2018. That means it's New Year's Eve, everyone. So we're going to probably call this one Evecast, if not Newscast. Um... So, what's going on in the world today? Uh, my kid got grounded for cutting his own hair. Uh, I I don't know why he did it. He just did it. Sucks grounding a kid, you know. Yeah, But, you know, I used to get beat. So, him getting grounded ain't too bad. You know, he just has to not play video games. That's it. <laughs> not play, watch a TV. And that's the biggest deal ever. Uh, I think it, it's the shame of getting... Uh, Grounded that bothers most. I don't know. Uh, anyways, let's see what's going on with me. I got the day off, so I'm gonna record a podcast. So life is good at that aspect. Um, my wife uh, is still alive. That's good. We went to her doctor's appointment. And everything seems to be all right. Um, and our dog just keeps getting into shit. He chewed up. Uh, Seth's uh, baseball glove, so that pissed him off, something fierce. Seth hated the dog for at least an hour, but then after that he forgot about it. He could not even play with the goddamn baseball glove anyways. <laughs> anyways, without further ado, let's get into some news. <laughs> ah, here we go. Macaulay Culkin confirms his new middle name after fans vote. It has a nice ring to it. So, Macaulay Culkin's, for, I don't know why, but he's made some kind of a resurgence this year. He is, um, a, his most famous role was Home Alone. You know, he was, he was, his name was Kevin, some kid caught up in a house by himself, and creates these booby traps. It was a sensation back in the 80s, or 90s, early 90s, I forgot when. And um, he's kind of just been doing his own thing. And all of a sudden, he just started making news waves. You know, he showed up on Joe Rogan and just kept pushing himself. They got these little commercials of him, too, reenacting uh, scenes of his movie, but as an adult. <laughs> but anyways, I guess he's got some kind of a website, and he renamed himself. Uh, he gave choices of names that he would legally change his middle name for. And uh, a bunch of his fans voted uh, Macaulay Culkin. So at New Year's Eve, he's cha- he's legally changing his name to Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Um, the reason I bring this as news is because this guy is really, really working hard to try to be famous again. And um, I guess that's cool. Um, he seems to be not addicted to drugs or anything, so that's kind of a crazy thing. You know, because them kid actors, man, usually get abused or some shit like that. But he seems like a normal kid. He's a little quirky. But um, he seemed all right. It was pretty good knowing that, you know, that kid didn't, you know, I don't know, sling coke, suck dick in a corner just so he can get some cocaine or some meth or some shit like that. That's, that's the way usually these child actors go. They get passed around and shit, you know. Hollywood's a fucking nefarious thing. That's why whenever they're like, when Hollywood, like, you know, you get the Oscars and things like that, when they virtue signal and they go, yeah, we care about other people. We care about this. They, they overdo it. It's kind of like 
the thief that says, oh, yeah, man, I, I just don't steal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just said hi to you. And why did you say that? No, yeah, cool. Hey, how you doing? I don't steal things, you know? <laughs> All right. It's a happy ending for that guy. Anakin Skywalker's father has been revealed in the latest Darth Vader comic. Okay, this is a thing. Um, Star Wars is a big deal. Uh, and they got comic books. And in one comic book, which is, I guess, now in continuity, meaning it's legit, they turn t- <clears throat> in the original story, uh, his mom, I think her name was Shiri or something like that. Let's see if I find her name. Shimi, whatever. She uh, she just gave birth to him, and that was it. There was no husband. So I guess it was actually Darth Sidious using the dark side of the Force to impregnate her. But uh, what does that mean? Did he, like, float some sperm into her? Or... Let's see here. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Uses the Darth. That's a. What's the point? <laughs> if like you have that character just end up dying in the end. President Trump threatens to close southern border entirely if Democrats don't fund the border wall. So. Um. So Trump shut down the government, or the government shut down. The media wants you to say it's Trump, or blame blame the Democrats or whatever, right? But it's just uh, more bullshit. Two parties just attacking each other, creating uh, stress for the other people. And uh, Trump's really pushing this whole wall. Like, I don't even fuck, who gives a fuck? It's like politicians just pick out something to bitch about and get people to bitch about it. Like, yeah, man, I hate farts. Yeah, man, you know what? I didn't think about it, but I hate farts too. And let's all hate farts together. You know, I mean, like, this whole border wall thing, man, that is not a thing. Like, there's no one who's, like, around me that's like, oh, you know what, man? I'm fucking illegal immigrants are doing some shit. Nobody gives a fuck. But you know who gives a fuck? Those states that count when it comes to, you know, voting, you know? It seems like they're just playing to a weird majority of the country uh, or minority of the country because no matter what and the way that the the way the government works is each state's always going to vote the same way no matter what but certain states which happen to be these hickish impoverished areas of uneducation that they their vote changes so if you win those votes you win that's why like if you if you go back in time where Trump was run, running for president, he was talking about bringing back coal. You know, in the year 2016, he's bringing back coal. And, like, you're like, what? What the fuck? Who gives a fuck? But those 50,000 people who are working in the coal mines in those countries or those states, they're like, oh, yeah, man, he's all about us, so we're going to vote for him. But you got 350 million people who are like what the fuck is happening why why are we talking about coal because those states have a lot more power than say um california california always gonna vote blue that's just the way it is so trump doesn't really need to panter to us he doesn't need to make us happy he just needs to make a podunk country that ha- or podunk state that uh, coal mines he's gotta make those guys happy so that's why when you get like weird fucking let's bring back coal that's what that is you know 
Like if they all got into inbreeding or something like that, then he would then start promoting that. He would say, oh, yeah, man, inbreeding. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's make America great again. <laughs> Keep it pure or whatever. And that's the way our government is structured. And it's sad. It's a sad thing, you know. It It is possible for that to change, but highly unlikely. It's set up this way. The way our government is set up, it's like it has this weird rhythm and it won't break for a long time. It just won't, you know. As long as we keep letting these states run an entire country. And like he's really pushing for a wall that nobody really gives a shit about, you know. It seems to be that the only reason why he brings up this wall is just to start bullshit and distract us from the fact that you shut the government down, you know. And what that means is federal employees don't get paid. I guess. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. I wonder if uh, military is like that, too. That would really suck. I, I, I bet not. Ugh. Shutting down the southern ball. Alright. Dana White gives an update on Brock Lesnar. So, in the UFC, they got this guy... Well, in the WWE wrestling, they got fake stuff. They got... Uh, they got um, this wrestler, like fake wrestler, but he's huge as fuck. And uh, his name's Brock Lesnar. This dude is over 265 pounds of fucking muscle. Like, he's huge. And he went into the UFC, and that's a big deal because he's so huge. And he can't fight as well as, like, um, anybody, but he's brute strength. And so everyone wants him to fight, so... Dana White wants him to jump under again and fight as the heavyweight champion. It would be crazy though if, because uh, the guys they want that want to fight him, they weigh about two hundred five, and he's two sixty five. So what are they gonna do? They'll probably come up to two thirty, if anything, with muscles and everything, like just pumping iron left and right. Oh man, that's a lot of fucking power though. Then when they weigh in, Brock Lesnar, when he weighs in, he's like 264, 264.5 or some shit like that. Because the max is 265. That's him cutting weight. So what he does is probably he comes into that fucking ring at 270 or some shit like that. Maybe even like 280, you know. Because he's like, what he does is right before the fucking weigh-in, like probably pumps up a bunch of iron cycling wears a trash bag runs sweats out 10 pounds worth of water and then just makes that weight <laughs> so when he goes into the ring he's fucking heavy as fuck and i can only imagine him fighting someone like john jones you know yeah he's a big fucking that'd be cool though if he jumped back in i'm getting kind of old though He's dangerous, though. <laughs> He's fucking huge as fuck. Well, well, the news is Dana White's like, this is a fake article, actually. The headline says Dana White gives a, an update, but it doesn't really give you much. He's not out of the picture. Basically, hey, man, he's still there. They're just dangling that carrot. Who would he fight? Obviously not possible. Lesnar could fight in the UFC while still un remaining under contract. It happened. Still, eh. Roided up, juice to the gills, doing all the steroids. So UFC 232 went down uh, a couple days ago, which was pretty tight. I didn't get to watch all the fights. I only watched the John Jones fight. But there was an actual fight 
that was just as good as John Jones, and is it was Amanda Nunez and uh, Cyborg. Now Cyborg, this is a female fight. Cyborg is like the number one chick in the world when it comes to fighting. She's so like like big, like muscular, and she's at one forty. So that's like a hard. For when it comes to fighting, there's not that many like phenoms. Like there's not that many awesome chicks that are fighting at, at two forty. They have or one forty. They have a reputation like that. So like it seems like they created a belt just for that, for that level. So I don't know what they're gonna do after they, they took down Cyborg, because the the female that fought her and beat her um, isn't normally a two forty. She, she's usually around two thirty when she fights. And uh, the cool thing about this is Cyborg was like an unbeatable. Like, talk about underdogs. Amanda Nunez was not prophesized to fight, uh, win. Now, the thing about this, which makes it really, really fucking cool, is Amanda Nunez has beat some fucking famous women that are, like, said to be the best of all time. You know, like, not the greatest, but really, they're, they're fucking great as fuck. Like, Amanda, uh, not Amanda Nunez. <laughs> she fought herself. That's why she's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, Misha Tate. She beat up Misha Tate. She took down um, Misha Tate was like top shit too, you know. And then she took on Ron Rossi, and then Ron Rossi was like an unbeatable kind of chick, you know. Uh, she did lose that one time. I think she lost on Holmes first, but it was like nobody thought she could be beaten. And uh, you had this Amanda Nunez, and Amanda Nunez beat the shit out of her. And then uh, it was still like. Who is this person? And then I remember her saying, now you know who I am. Now you know. Because when they promoted the fight that time, it was all about Ronda Rossi coming back and blah, blah, blah. Nothing about Amanda Nunez. And then Amanda Nunez beat her. So fast forward to now, a couple years later. A couple? I forgot. But Amanda Nunez go fight Cyborg. Once again, it looks like Cyborg ain't supposed to lose. That's just the thing. And Amanda Nunez had to come up and wait to fight her. And did beat her in 51 seconds and it was it was a brawler too because they were like throwing these haymakers at each other and usually that's what cyborg does because she's so muscular i mean roids aside i mean she she is fucking like like she could beat me up i'm pretty confident and i mean she is fucking big dude for 140 it's like 140 a pure muscle dude and she's just fucking throwing these punches and uh, Amanda Nunez, uh, <laughs> she didn't back down. She went forward. She kind of backed away from those kinds of hits. That's what most girls do. They, they, they don't run away, but they kind of back away from those those haymakers. But, I mean, any fighter would do that. Not Amanda Nunez. She just went fucking right into the fire and started punching at her and uh, tagged her a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. It was bad. It was a good fight. I mean, now she's, like, greatest of all time. I hope good things happen for her. I hope she becomes more famous than she is. She's awesome. She represents a lot, man. She's a badass fighter. Came from nothing. I, I respect. I respect. But it feels like they don't promote her enough. Like, no one, like, I'm not, like, saying, hey, Bob, do you know who Amanda Nunez is? They don't know who the fuck is. But if I say, hey, hey, Bob, do you know who Cyborg is? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Didn't she do steroids? <laughs> That's her claim to fame. Uh, here we go. What's this? Warner Brothers animation accused of plagiarizing batman versus robin fight sequence from youtube series this is kind of a weird thing um they got this an, uh, an anime this cartoon that uh that they released it was uh, uh batman 
I think it was called Bad Blood. And in that, Batman and Robin are fighting. And in that, it is, it's like shot for shot a copy of this dude, Mika Brock, a.k.a. Known Kicker, whatever the fuck. They created this web series where they're fucking fighting each other. It's kind of like a ripoff of Street Fighter, kind of. <laughs> Anyways, these two dudes are going at it and they're fighting. And what the WB or the... Um, dc did was copy shot for shot uh that fight and it's kind of a weird thing because these fucking guys are nobodies they really are and and they went and copied them and i could just see that because it's on youtube i could just see that like the writers or the artists or the animators they're on youtube and they see (laughs) they youtube great fight scenes and then they just copied it that's fucked up i wonder if they're gonna sue because it's obvious when you see it frame for frame you can go look it up if you want uh, I believe the actual animation work is done in completely overseas. Oh, I guess they do the animation in Korea. It's most likely happened once in a while. That's fucked up. Okay, so <laughs> I guess they they outsourced it. That's that's fucked up though. If you think about it, okay. So WB says, "Hey, it's not our fault, man. We outsourced that shit to Japan." And they fuck or China, and they they did that shit. They copied, and we had no say in that. And so we shouldn't be in trouble. You know, you should, cause you fucking hired them. You're the ones who got them. It's if I hire somebody, and they um, they create plagiarism. I mean, that's that I should be held accountable. You know, because I'm the one who hired them, not them. You're the one who oversaw it. You're the one who put it out and made money off of it. So therefore, you are held accountable. Now, if it was just them making the money, I get it. But you're making the money, so you should be held accountable. But that's what rich people do. They blame other people and fucking get away with it. John Jones wins the lightweight heavyweight title. Bah. He beat the shit out of Alexander Gustafsson. So... John Jones is pretty much a bad guy. He does steroids. He hits a fucking pregnant lady, breaks her arm, his car, runs away, comes back, gets money, runs away, and leaves that bitch to die. You know? (laughs) I didn't mean bitch as a derogatory term, but, I mean, I was just talking about John Jones, and then just, you know, I just got heated up. So he talks shit like he's going to take this dude's woman, things like that. Like, he's just a fucking bad dude. And uh, the thing is, he's a great fighter. And so with that, you have what you have here is a bully. He could talk shit and beat your ass, you know? I guess he could be nice to some people when he feels like it, but really he's just a bad dude, you know, like, cause he, <laughs> if you, if you say something wrong to him, he's going to talk shit and he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> well, I, I guess, I, I guess that's normal, right? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. You did some hellacious shit. So, uh, people call him out and are like, Hey man, you did this and that you did steroids and all that and blah, 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 blah. And then he says something like, I'm going to take your fucking wife. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. I was like, damn, that's dark. <laughs> that's hardcore. And he could, too, because he's badass. I mean, he is a good fighter. No one can beat him. And he really showed that. After two years of rust, he went and fought that Gustafsson and fucked his shit up. And um, I guess, like, that was all part of the plan. Like, if he, he said something like he was going to just take him down and uh, try to 
try to confuse him by trying to submit him, but then go to, and then when he sees an opening, he's going to ground and pound him. So keep him on the floor. And that's how he ended him too. Yeah, you know, when, as I was watching it too, he did these kicks that were so fast to his right side abdomen. Like it was like a snap kick. Like he, fuck, it was so quick. It didn't look like it hurt because it was so quick. You just see the foot come up and then hit him and then come back out. And then when you see the replay, you see the foot slowly hit his gut and then the whole body just kind of like vibrates epically, you know? So like it it looked painful. And then it got like and then when you watch the actual fight, when he does that, when he starts to like kind of go for the kick, you can see Gustafsson flinch like hard. <laughs> like he doesn't want to get hit by that again because it looked like it hurt. <laughs> and it was so accurate too. I mean, damn, dude. And he was uh, two, he had like what, two years of not fighting and he just fucked that dude up. They said ring rust is what is real. I mean, shit, if he did that with ring, if you call that ring rust, what the fuck do you call his next fight? So he calls out DC again at the end of the fight. Now, DC is just like, rival and dc always loses to john jones he's fought him twice and and both times it was like not even a thought man he lost and i think he submitted him on the second fight <laughs> and then he started crying and if shit sucks man he was so sad because he was talking shit and he was gonna beat him and um because i guess dc has the heavyweight belt or something he's gonna fight uh, he wants to fight uh, DC for that belt. And uh, I think that DC's retiring, I think, in March. So if they did have a fight, like a last fight between the three, I don't know what it would prove. But it would be cool if DC could win that last fight and, uh, you know, kind of retire. But, but if that happens, I'm pretty sure John Jones is going to win that fight too. <laughs> you lost three in a row and gave him two belts. <sighs> so right now, John Jones is the lightweight heavyweight champion, which is kind of a weird thing too because he had two years off and now he's the lightweight heavy, light heavyweight champion of the world. Ain't no one beating him anytime soon. <laughs> it's like, how do you make a fight for this guy? Yeah, that's crazy. John Jones, man. I remember I fought him in the UFC game, and then and then he kept, like, it was like he was a cheater in that game. Like, he would fuck you up. Like, one hit, you're down. <laughs> it's like it's like real life. <laughs> it's like, let's make this guy real. All right. What's this? Do I go into Fox News? Why do I go into Fox News? Oh, I guess I ran through a lot of my news. So, uh, I wanted to... I know, okay, so when I when I look at the news, I usually go through articles like uh, I like liberal stuff because it's easier to like rant and rave about that shit. So it's pretty much spot on. I noticed that I wasn't as biased as I not biased. Uh, was it equal? <laughs> I'm supposed to look at Republican news sites, but I feel so shitty when I look on the Fox news site because like you, I, I I go my CNN and I go to my um Yahoo and then I because the Yahoo pulls a bunch of other news stories and then I go to the Huffington Post just to just see what they got going on there and then uh, now I'm looking at the Fox News and I'm gonna see what the Republican news site uh, does what, what what articles they got and see if it's kind of similar oh I'm in politics why did I go in politics I don't even know what I was thinking then. 
Uh, partial government shutdown drags in 2019. Kavanaugh accusers rocked confirmation process. Where are they now? Well, it looks like more of a year in the review. A review of the year. That makes sense, though, because it's New Year's Eve. Hot topic. Let's see. see what's going on in the U.S. MS-13 crackdown severely reduces gang violent criminal activity in New York stronghold. Ha! That's funny. <laughs> I wonder if that's in Yahoo News. <laughs> they talking about Mexican gang members. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, Fox's thing is about illegal immigrants and get these gang members and shit, you know. Meanwhile, in you, the liberal news, it's more of like, save these immigrants and da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Talk about polar opposites. Um, West, Washington women critically hurt. Uh, pretty standard stuff. Find a fiancé and accused of killer. ICE officials confirmed they had no prior contact with the killing. Wow, I they got four articles. I have four articles in front of me. Three of them about murder. The third, fourth one, goose found shot with an arrow. California Park days after overdose birds found. Jesus, man. So this is Fox News. There, there are three headlines are people getting murdered, and the fourth one's about a, a goose. Now you think, oh, yeah, <laughs> the goose, yeah, that must be a good story. No, the goose was overdosed, and they shot these fucking birds. Damn, that's dark, man. And that's just the West. I guess they break it up by um, parts of the U.S. when you click on U.S. So in the West, there's three murders and a goose. That's what they have for news. That's news. There's a shit ton of things happening in the world, but that's fucking Fox's news. <laughs> All right, let's do the Midwest. Uh, police officer pays trouble woman's taxi fare after a cab driver called the cops. Cops are good guys. Kansas teen uh, graduating from Harvard to receive high school college diplomas at the same time. White kid in Kansas. So the Midwest look, is looking good here. The <laughs> That's where all the like the voters are. <laughs> For Republicans. That's funny. Midwest police officer pays this woman. So police guy's good. I guess she called the cops and he pays her thing. White kid graduates high school and college at the same time. Ah, here, here's a black guy. Wisconsin man, 75, who shot and killed suspector. Robert says, I feel still feel bad. So... <laughs> Because, you know, Republicans are big on guns. This this dude, and he's black, too, so they're, they're virtue signaling. This black dude shot this uh, robber. Uh, yeah. New Year's Eve will feature a major storm across East Coast, substantial snow in the Mex New Mexico. So three articles about how, you know, gun control's good, or not gun control, killing people are good, college kid, white kid's awesome, fuck it, police fucking paying taxi fare and the third story is there's a huge storm coming watch out you're gonna die southwest all right here we go so we got going on the southwest <laughs> what the fuck was the point of west i don't get it man's bible untouched after fire destroys his home that's fucked up man's bible untouched oh, okay texas girl seven killed after man opens fire on carrying mother's siblings, Texas girl seven. 
uh, armed Texas man arrested in route church fulfilled prophecy. Oh, those are part of the same two. They killed this um, immigrant kid. You know what? I'm done with the news. I'm gonna go into go into rant mode. So you've got this situation now in 2018 where a bunch of immigrants from from Guadalajara or Honduras or whatever they went right a group of them like thousands of them for reasons unknown. And for some reason, news is not going in that direction. These fucking people came. Fucking people. Like, I care. They they went through Mexico illegally to get to America. Now they demand to come in. And it's a thing in which they, they're here. And, you know, we got to, like, you know, we got to be nice about that shit, right? You can't just be a dick just because... They're on the wrong side of the fence, right? I guess. I don't know. And so bad shit's going down. People are dying and shit. Who knows? Now, what's happening is weird. There's a real duality happening, you know? So the historians will hopefully see the duality here. In one camp, it's these fucking people are invading and blah, blah, blah. And they're all gang members. And that's the Republican side. The other side of it is Democrat. They're like, fucking, these dudes are, you know, they need asylum and things like that. And um, they they need help and their fucking place is war-torn and shit like that. Now, a little background. Their fucking place is always war-torn. There's always bad shit. Why now? Why did they all decide and a group of 5,000 people just decide to come to America? It's not like they do that every day. People kind of trickle in, but such a massive group. How the fuck did they get here? Now, that's that's really what the news should report and get to that, get to that story. Because here you got a bunch of immigrants from another country who aren't well-read uneducated they believe whatever the fuck you tell them like i saw an interview with a lady where she said um yeah we heard rumors that if you just come over here and this was on a liberal site they were like if you if you just come over here you know you'll you'll uh you'll just you know become a citizen and uh you guys lied to us so, so yeah they i'm watching i'm watching this liberal site or news, and they're like, hey, yeah, man, look at this, the humanity. That's why they should be let in, because of this. They interviewed a lady. The lady's talking about people were telling them that if they come over here, they'll they'll be free, and they'll just walk in, and it should be easy. And they're like, well, see, they were lied to, and blah, blah, blah. And that's the story. So that's why we should let them in, right? There's an aspect of that true. I mean, fuck, they're here. Fuck it, right? What are you going to do? Turn them away? That's fucked up, you know? But what we should really be doing is finding out who fucking told them that. I mean, one person? Yeah. 5,000 people? What the fuck happened here? Somebody was spreading rumors all of a sudden so that they could come over here? Who is that person? 
Because if it was a one and done thing and that this person's just gullible like that, that's 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 a a one-off kind of thing. But this seems kind of coordinated, don't you think? Five fucking thousand people just up and thought, hey, we could come across. And then what does the media say? Oh, yeah, there's fucking war going on. This shit's been fucking happening for years, man. That shit sucked for a long time. But all of a sudden, people just decided, hey, yeah, we could finally do this. Somebody told them to do that. That's the real news. That's what they should figure out. Why the fuck? Uh, all a group of people just thought that that would work. They would just come over here and, and break in. That's the real situation. What we should do is stop arguing whether they should be there or not. Process them and bring them in. Fuck it. Right? Because they're here now. Right? The fuck are you going to do? Send them back? Cost more money to do that. Just let them be. Fucking give them cards. Fuck it. Who cares? Really, like, who cares? They're either going to make it or they're not. Right? Doing this whole border thing. I think, fuck it. That's stupid. Now, I want to know who fucking told them that shit. Who funded that? I mean, they're already poor to begin with. Who gave them money to get here? I get, once again, if it's the one person who scrounged up money, all that shit. But 5,000 people scrounged up money all by themselves and then decided to come over here the same time? No. Somebody fucking gave them money <laughs> to do it. So who are those people? I would like to know that. That is the real news story. And that's something that's not being talked about. That's my rant on uh, on that. You know? Now, let's talk about a subject before I forget. Near and dear to my heart. Okay? Let me get serious. Let's bring it down. Let's bring it down. All right. Sucking dick. Now, let's, let's be real. Let's talk about sucking dick for a second. Now... I was, I was listening to this podcast, this guy goes, he goes, man, you suck dick, or something like that, as if it was a negative thing, and then they would bring it back because we're in an enlightened stage, you know, if that's your thing, that's okay, but it's in a derogatory way that he says it, you know, he's like, you know, you suck dick, no, I don't suck dick, and da 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 and but then they turned it around and were like, well, you know, I mean, it's not bad sucking dick, you know, because if that's your thing, you know, they're trying to make it so they're not anti-gay. Now, anti-gay or gay or not, I, that's beside the point. It is it is a thing when I growing up that you would say you would say that as a derogatory term. Like if you if you are not good at something, you suck dick at it, you know, or it's basically sucking dick was a bad thing. Right now. I'm a dude, and I, me personally, I'm not a, a, a sucker of dicks, you know. I hate, I hate to say it, I just it's not for me. But I do like a dick suck every now and then. I mean, that'd be great. That's a, that's a great feeling, you know. Uh, if you have kids in the room listening to this podcast, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just saying. But this is serious. <laughs> I'm, why? Like, I, I talked about this in an earlier podcast about calling people a pussy. You know, why are you going to call them pussy? It denotes, like, weakness, right? They're saying, oh, yeah, you know, pussy's weak, so you're weak, so you're a pussy. You know, and I was like, pussy ain't weak. See, if you had some good pussy, it's like it makes you weak. And if anything, pussy's a strong thing. You're all fighting for it. Wars are fought over it. Wars are fought literally over some pussy. You know, so pussy's a good thing. So how did it turn? In what way did it turn into a thing in which it was a bad thing? Somehow our culture did that, which is weird. The historian should see otherwise. You know, they'll see that and they'll think, oh, those stupid humans or people, barbarians. Now, sucking dick is another thing. That's a good thing. 
getting dick suck is a good thing. So why is it when you tell somebody you suck dick at this, why is it a bad thing? You say that it's a good thing because you're making people happy. Everyone's happy. I think it's because you don't want to see yourself. I guess if you're straight, you don't want to see yourself sucking dick because it kind of sucks, right? Like you're just like, you know, it's a one-way path. You know, it's like uh, you're doing the pleasuring and, you know, you're doing the the good good thing, you know, and you're not getting anything in return. See, that's why I need a, a co-host because I need to bounce these thoughts off. But, like, I mean, it should be a good thing, right? Hmm. And I, I don't want to, like, turn it into a thing in which everyone's, like, deterred from sucking dick. You want as much sucking dick as possible. You want You want that to be a thing in which... It's okay. This is a great thing. You're an awesome person for doing it. Especially females. I want females to know that that's a good thing. Guys love it. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, like, it's the greatest thing ever. It's a, It should be a compliment. And us men are fucking this up by telling people that, you know, you suck dick in a derogatory term. If anything, if you ever win at a game, you should say, oh, you suck that dick well. Or something like that. It should, I, we should change it. We should make America great again by bringing dick sucking back as a positive, as a, as opposed to a, a pejorative, like, yeah, you fucked up, you suck dick, you know, you should be like, man, I can't believe you won that race, you suck dick, and you're like, yeah, man, I do suck dick, that's how it should be, because <laughs> it's a good thing, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I could push that as hard as I can, but I don't know if it'll be well received, I could just see my guy friends being like, nah, I'm not... Nah, bro, I don't think you'd get me to say I suck dick, you know. But I'm like, it's a good thing, right? You want your dick to get sucked. Because, but I don't want to suck a dick. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess, you know. But I don't know. We really should avoid, like, just like you don't want to say bitch anymore. That's, you know, it's derogatory towards women. Okay, so be it. Well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have suck dick as a uh, bad thing. Especially there's gay dudes out there suck doing doing the good works of sucking dick you know gay dudes are out there sucking dick. and if you're not gay and you're sucking dick i mean if you're a dude and you say you're not gay and you're sucking dick ah dude you need to you need to look within you need to look within and uh know that that's you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're gay it's totally gay if you're a dude sucking dick i'm just saying i'm just saying all right now if your girl out there sucking dick more power to you that's a good thing, always. I just never understood these these things that men do where they, they slut shame. Like, so if a chick is fucking a bunch of dudes, why is that a bad thing? You never want to say, oh, that chick's a slut. You never want to say that. You, you don't put that into derogatory terms. You want that woman doing as much sexing as she can. Guys do it all the time, you know? You know, and then... What would be the opposite of sucking dick? Like, you eat pussy. Like... Now, that's not a thing in which it's like, um, you know, oh man, you ate that pussy. Like you, like you lost the race. You eat pussy. You know that's that's not a bad thing. Now it's not even a good thing either. You're like, oh man, you ate that pussy. You're you're a good guy for eating pussy. Uh, I've I've never heard anyone say that. Like, oh man, you pussy eater. <laughs> you know, like that's not a that's not a a derogatory kind of thing. In fact, I don't. No one really talks about pussy. Pussy is the best thing on earth. It just is, you know. And then, 
talking about eating and plowing should be all good, you know? And then dick sucking, good thing too. I mean, when it comes to private parts, why does it turn into a negative thing? What's with us uh, people of 2018, soon to be 2019? So I say bring in the new year with not using sucking and fucking and eating as a derogatory term. Okay, just saying. This it's it's all good. So the people out there listening to this, podcasters or listeners, just know that every time you tell someone to suck a dick in a derogatory term, you're fucking yourself, man. You're fucking yourself. You wanna promote positive dick sucking, positive pussy eating, and positive fucking and plowing. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my beef with sucking dick. <laughs> topic near and dear to my heart <laughs> i just talked about dick sucking for like 10 minutes it's crazy <laughs> all right and i'm sober it's sad um i saw this uh movie blah, blah bird box and um it was on netflix it was a good movie i liked it i give it a i give it an eight uh, it had good characters suspenseful moments and uh, uh was it artsy eh, kind of so check it. Uh, the movie I'm going to spoil is about a lady who's pregnant, who has to survive in a world where there's these monsters. If you see them, you up and kill yourself. Weird, right? And um, they, they give no explanation other than this one dude who happens to read a bunch of comic books. He's like, yeah, it's the end of days. He just makes up some fucking theory that so happens to match for the dynamic of the movie. Call him exposition number one. So in this movie, they got to be blindfolded because if they if they see the fucking monster, they just kill themselves. So the whole movie is about not seeing shit. Now, what I liked about that was they never show the monster because they can't see the monster unless they die. So we can't see it either. But you kind of want a monster reveal. I don't know. I wanted that. <laughs> I, I get. I get. Guess. I I get why they did that. Now, this movie was literally a ripoff of The Quiet Place. In The Quiet Place, it was, if you make a sound, you die. Right? But at least you saw the monsters. And um, instead of not talking or making sounds, you can't see. So they took another sight. I wonder what the next gimmick movie would be. You know, you can't taste. <laughs> so you have to eat the food with your ass or something? I don't know. No, that wouldn't work. You'd have to put it in your nose. Yeah. That wouldn't work. Uh, it was a pretty good movie. Sandra Bullock, nailing it. I think she doesn't age anymore. She looks the same. Uh, let's see here. Good character development. Eh, I only like the the mom. Uh, the two kids were cool, kind of. They really add suspense, you know. Every time you have a kid about to die, it really ups the ante of, uh, of like... Um, not sadness, but scariness, right? <laughs> like, you're like, holy shit, I hope this kid don't die. <laughs> All right, but Bird Bird Box, I thought was a pretty good movie. Well entertaining. Uh, I, solid eight. Solid. Uh, that movie doesn't fuck around. All right, here we go. Watched, um, I guess we're nerd riffing at this point. Uh, there's an event that happened in Netflix recently called uh, Black Mirror's Choose Your Own Venture movie called Band Bandersnatch. That is such a weird name. Yeah, Bandersnatch. And in this movie, right, you watch it, 
and then it gives you choices and then you click on the choices. So uh, like in the beginning of the movie, they give you a choice of like frosted flakes or sugar puffs. And I, I chose frosted flakes or whatever. And as you're going through the movie, you're going towards different uh, directions that the movie can go. So there's different endings of the show as you're watching, you know. And uh, Bandersnatch was pretty good. I'm going to spoil this one. Um, it was gimmicky. I What I didn't like was the um, the endings, per se, because there, was, there wasn't... Uh, so I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. All right, so in the, end, the endings there, um, there's no happy ending for this fucking guy. The only happy ending for this fucking guy is him leaving a uh, mediocre life. So the overarching theme to this movie is more of um you don't have a destiny or well, let me say let me rephrase that. Your destiny is set in stone. Like the illusion is that you think you have choices, but you all end up in the same spot. Which is kind of weird because the there are different endings. So your destiny isn't really um set in stone. But the problem is you uh, have only shitty um, destiny. So that's why I, I thought that movie kind of sucked in that way because in each ending it was bad or mediocre. But there was no good ending. So that's if you're going to write a narrative in which you know you don't have freedom of choice, it all should have the same ending. Now, if, you're, if you have freedom of choice and you have different endings, they all should lead in various paths then. But when you have them kind of similar to each other in a shitty way, it kind of debunks your overarching theme of freedom of choice well you you don't have freedom of choice you have freedom of different shitty choices you know so you still have freedom of choice but they're all shitty so i mean they really fucked up there all the endings should have been like leading to the same ending if you want to say well you don't have freedom you don't have free will oh you do have free will you just can only pick shitty paths so you don't have free will i guess in either aspect you don't have free will because it's all the same all right, good. Uh, you know what? I'm wrong. <laughs> I guess that works. I mean, if it's all shitty paths, then you don't have free will, you know. But is that free will? If you sh you shit one or shit two, you didn't have a choice at all. Ah, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know I'm free will. There was one trippy part where if you if you go in and you're picking the picking your ways, um, he's having what they call writer's block. He couldn't figure out where to go. So he meets up with his, like, his successful friend guy. And he goes, I can help you out. And I was like, oh, they're going to give him drugs. That's usually what happens. Writers, they always gravitate towards drugs, especially mind-altering hallucinogens. So they do some acid, right? And um, one guy, the, the main character, he's having fun looking at hallucinations and shit like that. And he's laughing at shit. The other guy goes into this fucking monologue that's all inspiring i mean he is it, it sounds like some high shit he he goes on this monologue about how there is no choice there's no freedom of choice basically explaining the story in a kind of a way kind of like a he's explained an overarching theme and he brings up pac-man which i thought was cool he calls program and control study or program and control that's what pac-man is and when he was explaining was pac-man was stuck in this maze and uh, he thinks he has free will because he could go anywhere, but he's stuck in the maze. And the ghosts that are attacking him are just demons in his mind, 
you know, so he's really running away from himself. <laughs> I thought that was so deep. <laughs> so basically, he starts talking about time, and uh, it's a construct, and there's alternate reality. So no matter what we do, it doesn't matter because we've made both choices in the end. That that's a theory. That, that could be true. And um, he says. Um, Mirrors are like gateways towards other time. They, now that, when he says that, he's just, that's supposition. That's his, or exposition. He's just saying, or supposition or exposition. He's saying that so that could lead into something else later on. But that has nothing to do with anything. Everything else he was pretty spot on. Like, I mean, theory-wise, you could say alternate realities and all that shit. And we're just, we think we have choices, but we don't because we've already made these choices. We're just living through it. You know, yeah, you can believe that. That works, especially if you're religious. You know, God's already written your path. You know, <laughs> so there, there you go. Um, and at the very end of this like drug scene, he goes, "Look, I'm gonna prove to you that you know you can um, that our choices don't matter. I'm gonna jump off this building, or you're gonna jump off this building. You find out that you know there's." You know, we got freedom of choice or there's no choice. It doesn't matter what we choose. So if you choose and you get the choice between your character or the other guy, if you send him to go, he dies <laughs> and the, the story progresses. No, he wakes up again. That's what happens. When he dies, he wakes up at the hospital. Like, I guess it goes backwards. Like, you have a choice of doing that again or uh, moving forward in the story. You, If you jump, you get one of the endings. You die. So there you go. So all the endings are all broken up to him killing his dad or having some kind of a trippy thing in which, you know, he's on a TV show. And then um, um, another group of endings is him, you know, um, what is it? Mediocre life. So basically it breaks down to mediocre life, uh, jail for killing his dad and a bunch of other people he can kill. Um, he can die. That's one ending. He could just die. Or, that's it, really. He either goes to jail, dies, mediocre life, and, um, jail, dies, mediocre life. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That, or, or, or the, or the Netflix at the end. And one at, at part they're like netflix is talking to him and shit trying to explain netflix to a guy who's in 1984 <laughs> no um but um and at the end of the at the end of the movie or whatever whatever avenue you pick you can kind of tell where you're at because they do a review of his game that he releases because he's he's a game creator and he releases a game and um, there's this reviewer and he gives it five stars. If he gives the game five stars, it's usually you're in jail or you're dead or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, if if you if you um, if you happen to live, the, the game is either two stars or it's not even worth mentioning. And um, that's pretty much it, really. There's another hidden ending kind of when he's in jail that the daughter of his friend grows up and creates the same game and she's under control again so i i i thought it was a cool idea concept but the story itself sucked it's not your good not as good as a, a lot of black mirror shit you know i mean because black mirror usually is a trippy thing about the future and how shit could go wrong you know things that you thought could go right goes horribly wrong this was different because it had different avenues of thought but i think if they just had a happy ending in one aspect 
then it would have worked because it seemed to be no matter what choice you had, it was a shit ending, <laughs> which kind of sucks. And you don't really learn anything other than, you know, you have no control. I really think they could have pushed more philosophies in there, but they didn't. I give that one a six because uh, Black Mirror had. OK, so recently I just watched this Black Mirror episode where this uh, co comedian guy tell like he he's. He's controlling a, a, a computer-generated image of a bear, a blue bear. And uh, he's having a bad time, and he's talking shit to this politician guy. He calls him a cocksucker and everything like that. And uh, he gets good ratings off of that. So they say, we should do more of that. So he starts doing that. And he's not into politics. He keeps saying that he's not into politics. But everyone starts liking this, uh, this bear. But he keeps talking shit to these politicians. And then it gets to a point where they're like, you know what? Maybe we should just run for president or whatever they got going on there, prime minister or some kind of an office. <clears throat> And then uh, just for for ratings, he goes. I don't think we should do that, you know. And um, he he does it. He, they talk him into it, so he does. And what as it turns out, some bad dudes come out and say, "Hey, look, man, people are really responding well to this bear, and uh, you've created a platform in which." whatever the bear says people are going to listen to because you're so like standoffish with the politics like it's basically everyone was so sick and tired of politics they're like man this bear he's telling the truth and everything and then pretty much whatever the bear says he you know goes so the, the the comedian guy starts getting crazy about it he's like this is fucking crazy fuck this bear this, this bear ain't doing shit you know it's a bear you know so they kick his ass out and they talk for the bear because it's not hard to talk, do dick jokes, I guess. And um, I guess it ends like that, right? And uh, the credits roll and then it comes back. And the, he, the same comedian guy, he's living on the streets, right? Get kicked out. And the bear somehow is in control of the world. The bear's everywhere. Some bears on buildings, the bears <laughs> on on posters, everywhere. And the place is kind of like militarized because the bad guys took over the bear's image and then convinced the people to vote their 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 life away. Now that is a Black Mirror episode. Now that had some shit that kind of mirrors us, you know? Because the bear itself is a construct, you know? Anyone could talk for the bear. But people responded to that, to that construct. You know, as long as you say the right things, you can control the people, you know, kind of like Trump. He's a bit of a construct. He's a he's a a cartoonish character with his orange skin and his goofy hair. And he says things that are just outlandish. But yet he's the president of the United States. You know, I remember they made they said, hey, man, grab him by the pussy. He owned that shit. He don't care. They said he got with a prostitute. He don't care. <laughs> he just says shit. He's just going against the grain, you know, and then that construct is winning, you know. You can have any kind of Trump, really. I mean, as long as you're a cartoonish character and then take over the world. And then this came out before Trump was even president, too. So that's crazy. I talk about forward thinking. I remember uh, one time they said that uh you called lesbians ugly or something like that and then he goes no i just called you ugly <laughs> he said that to rosie o'donnell he just turned it around and everyone started laughing because it was so sudden like no one saw that coming him talking shit you know and that's 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 how he became president talking shit you know and then here you got this blue fucking bear and he's talking shit doing dick jokes and and then he ends up ruling the world maybe that's 
Maybe that's a prophecy of things to come. Maybe Trump will rule the world. I don't know. Maybe someone's controlling him. That cartoonish character with the orange skin and uh, drinks Diet Cokes. All right, here we go. Voltron, season eight. All right, I'm going to end the podcast talking about my rant on Voltron. So Voltron is a show that I started watching back in the day when I was a kid. And uh, I always hated the fucking fact that they would play the song and dance. They fight a monster, a row beast. They fight a monster and they couldn't figure out how to beat him. They form Voltron, get their sword out and cut him in half. That was the show. I'd always root for the bad guy because <laughs> I fucking hated that. And um, fast forward to, you know, 2006, 7, 8, 10. I don't know. Volt, they re- remake Voltron. For the makers of Avatar, they make Voltron. It is pretty good. A pretty good show. A lot of good world building. Um, but then they started uh, fucking up towards the end. So the season eight was, uh, I, I would call half and half. Like it started out all right, but then it started to fall apart because they had these uh, characters. So for those who don't know, Voltron's a bunch of lions that come together to form this big dude. This big dude destroys monsters. That's it. And you got these characters that fly these lions that kind of come together and work the Voltron to fight the bad guys, right? And the characters that themselves are kind of cliche. You got your, you know, you got your rugged warrior, arrogant cocky pilot. You got the smart guy. You got the fat dude. You know, things like that. You got Lura, the female representation. You know. <laughs> So um, I'm not going to go into details on this show per se. Look it up. But they got a character where they, they they wrote themselves in a corner. They created a character called Allura. And she is a princess. She can make black holes. The, the other guys can't do this, by the way. She can make black holes. Uh, she could be, She's super strong because she's that's, that's her race. Uh, she could change her skin color. She uh, can do magic. I mean, <clears throat> she can do all these things, right? <clears throat> and she's super good. And I guess she's beautiful. She's tall. Everything, everything good, right? Everything. Right? They wrote this perfect character, right? <clears throat> and they got this other guy, Lance. Now, he is just there. You know, you got your five fucking guys. They all have story arcs. And Lance is just there. There's one episode where he is trying to get attention, where he's like, I'm a sniper, and I'm a sniper. He keeps saying that shit. And uh, at the end, they call him a sniper. You know, <laughs> like they gave it to him. because, But he had to bring it up. You know, if he was badass, they would have done it. You know, they, they would have already called him that, whatever. But he had to bring it up. He was cocky. Um, he grows a little to the point where he gets all emo. Like, he doesn't really... Uh, I don't know. He chickens out quite a bit. I don't know, man. He's just not the hero type character. But they put him with her. Now she's a hero type character. Now what sense does it make for Lance to get with her? Lance is such a like a B character. She's an A plus character. And that doesn't make sense to go backwards like that. Now I could see Lance getting with someone maybe underneath him or maybe equal, but not someone above him, you know? I it, I I don't know, man. It's like if uh Han Solo what well, not Han Solo. Uh let's see. Let's think of Star Wars. You got Princess Leia, she's the top top brass. Let's get her hooked up with C3PO. That's what sense does that make? You know, just take a take a character who isn't really big shit in the in the story and uh put that character together. I'm thinking Superman, all right? You got your Lois Lane and she gets with fucking Jimmy Olsen. You know, like <clears throat> that's what that's what that was. You got to have 
a top tier character. Now, they could have had this other guy named Shiro. Now, Shiro, his accolades were he was a badass. He's he's the one who's looking for his uh his homie uh that disappeared. He's, he does this some kind of a rescue. Um he's so badass he leaves Voltron and, and gets with these other dudes. Uh, they called the the blade of a Momora, and they're badass. To to beat them, you have to beat them up. Now, full to beat them, they have like they're stronger than human beings, and he's half human, so so he's half as strong as them, and he's able to beat their asses and become one of them. He goes on suicide missions. He becomes the leader of fucking Voltron. Everything yet. Because they put him in <clears throat> in an earlier story, they put him with this other chick, but they didn't really go anywhere with it. He was out of the running to be the the character that can hook up with her. And if they introduced another character, it wouldn't work. They 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 did with um this one bad guy, but he ends up being bad, so it didn't work out. But that would have worked. They should have kept pushing that. They couldn't do Pidge, the, the little guy, because that's a girl and she's 12, so it'd be kind of weird. And Honk, he's, it would make sense. It just wouldn't make sense for her to get with Honk. <laughs> he's, he cooks. That's what he does. But it would have just made as much sense. As, and Lance, he's, I guess, the <laughs> Lance and Honk are the same character. Not the same character per se, but they're in the running. They're like the B team. You know, you got your A team, you got Shiro, and you got your uh, um, other guy. He was a leader too. I forgot his fucking name. Shinji. I forgot. I fucking forgot. But it just didn't make sense that you had this chick who could do all these fucking things and she hooked up with like a lesser dude. And he didn't do anything heroic. And at the very end, she dies. <laughs> and, then, and that's it. He's not angry about it at all. They don't do anything about that. They just kind of just rush the ending. And then um, let's see. What else do they got going on here? Um, the bad guy, the main bad guy is destroying all the universes and still the only way they can beat her is changing her mind. That's about it. Really? They couldn't win. I, they went that direction. Now Voltron as a whole, I would give that a six out of 10 because they really fuck up the ending and the guys who make this show, they made avatar and avatar was one of my favorite shows, but the ending Although good, they did kind of push some things together at the very end. They always want to push a relationship. Rather than giving it time to kind of come to fruition, they kind of just push it. And so at the very end, they made uh, Aang an avatar. They made the main character kiss this other girl. And he's 12. So it's kind of weird. It's just weird to see a 12-year-old kiss a 14-year-old, you know, or however old she is. Um, it just it, it was just, ugh, you know. Um, I, 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 I could stand by him saving the world and whatever, but they could have just let that shit go. And then I could have in my head, mind fucking made that work, you know, <laughs> like, oh, of course they're going to get together. Right. And they didn't really push that narrative that well, but whatever. They're not really good at writing relationships. They made another show called, uh, uh, Legend of Korra and they fucking at the very end, they pushed this gay relationship between, Cora and this other girl which they never built they just pushed it you know and then fast forward to this they instead of pushing a relationship like a lesbian relationship or whatever they push this fucking relationship random guy with fucking princess of fucking whatever Voltron or whatever the fuck I just thought that was shitty and then um at the very end right they really had to push their social justice they say what the guys were doing 
right? Or what they did. Everyone's doing their own thing. Hunk becomes a chef. Pidge becomes a scientist, whatever the fuck. And one guy, he's gay. And, um, but that, I mean, that's not who he is. He, <laughs> I mean, like what you do when you get it on isn't who you are. You know, it doesn't define you. It's who, unless you let that be who would define you. I fuck women. That's who I am. If, if you want to be as base as that, that's who you are. But people are multifaceted. You can't just be like, this is the all and be all of you. And that's what these fucking fucks think. They, they got, they got such a crowd, fo- uh, crowd, uh, audience following that they could do whatever they want and they want to. They want more fucking, I don't know, social justice. Maybe one of them is gay or something like that because they show him get with a dude one time and that guy's dead. Then at the end, they show a picture of what everyone's doing and his picture is him getting married to some random dude. And that's the end all. Be Okay, who who does Hunk marry then, huh? You know, like like he's defined by food. The other guy's defined by him being gay. He did all these things too, the main guy. He was like a hero. He led the people. He guided people. He turned this one fucking thing into a Voltron. I mean, he did all this shit. And what, what do we have about him? His identity? His identity is that he's just gay. That's it. Not a hero. Not someone who did all this bullshit. No, no, no. He's a gay dude. That's what he Marrying some random fucking guy. I, I could have... See, like, I don't need to see Hunk marry somebody. Like, there was nothing pushing that. But you had to push something that didn't really need to be there. They just did that. And, like, you can tell they did that for social justice. They didn't do that to, to point any... And now if that was a thing that he was... For every fucking season he was in, he's all like, I love dudes. Me and cock all day, every day, you know, then okay, I can see that. He got married. That's that's his aspirations. Everyone else does something, he gets married. But they just wanted to push something that wasn't a real thing. I don't, what makes me mad about that is I don't care that they do what they do. And for me to say that bothers me because it puts me in some kind of a corner of like oh he's such a bigot because he said that but this it's it's not it's when you try to push something that didn't need to be pushed you know what would happen if they showed pidge marrying some random fucking guy would it make sense it wouldn't make sense or and lance gets with another girl and marries her or shiro gets with some other girl it just didn't make sense you know and but they pushed that now if I'm, I'm telling you, it would have sucked if they did this, but it would have made that scene better is if he was with the fucking guy in the last season. Every scene you see him in, he's with this dude. That would make sense because, all right, he married that guy in season eight. There you go. Or they fa- he found that dude that he was in love with and married him. There you go. That would have worked. But no, they fucking put him with some random fucking dude just to push a fucking agenda. And that's stupid. I fucking hate when people push agendas on a fucking cartoon. It is a cartoon. Why do we need to push that? The fuck? For what reason? What did you gain out of it? And if you want to push that, and that's fucking cool, fucking build up to it. Don't just say it. That's what they... That's what my biggest gripe Voltron is. They didn't earn the things they wrote. And what I mean is not like their accolades or what they've made before. What I mean is in the story content that they did, you can't just say the guy is a genius. Why? Because I wrote that he's a genius. You have to demonstrate that in a story. Would it make sense? He's, he's, he's gay. Got it. Put him with a dude. Make a story pushing that. Don't just fucking come to the end. 
and he's gay. <laughs> like, fuck. You know, what sense does that make? You know, you can't just say, and then Lance fell deeply in love with the princess. Why? Why does she love him? It makes sense why he likes her. Because, fuck, she's a princess, dude. She's beautiful. She does all this shit. Yes, of course. But what makes him a fucking guy worthy of her? Nothing. He's just another paladin like the other fucking fucks. I mean, there's nothing. All he did was come on to her. And he did in the beginning. There's nothing that's different, you know? Nothing. Uh, Stupid. And you wrote that relationship for no fucking reason at all. I remember Voyager did the same thing. At the very end of the show, they had this one lady, Seven of Nine. And you and fucking the the actors and actresses themselves were like, what the fuck is this? They just pushed this chick with this other guy at the very end of the show. It just didn't make sense. There was like, why? We didn't even built this up. They did it all at the last um, season. They should have built it up from the beginning. And there was no chemistry between the two of those characters, you know. But hey, so be it. You know, th- that's what happens when you rush writing. And that's what they did with this show. They're like, oh, yeah, and he's gay and he got with this dude. Or, oh, yeah, these two like each other, obviously. They didn't earn that, you know? Like, you can't just say, and Hunk is the bestest hero ever. Why? Because he is. <laughs> that's bad storytelling. And then Luke Skywalker killed Darth Vader. Why? Because he's bad. Oh, okay. The movie was one minute long. You can't just do that. You got to earn that, you know? Well, that's my rant on Voltron. Fuck that show. All all in all, a six. That last season, I'm going to have to give that mm, a five just because the ending. I really hated it. Season seven, though, was pretty tight. It was like badass after another badass after another badass thing. It was pretty cool. Hey, man, the whole show was good. They just fucked up towards the end. They just really rushed it. Anyways, hopefully they fucking figure it out. All right, that's it for podcasts for me. I'm your host, K Dog. Be the better person than you were yesterday. Always strive to be better, do good things, all that good stuff, and stay frosty.